So to continue the story that we started yesterday about me going down to the Bourbon Trail, which I'm not sure if I mentioned it yesterday, but that was the first time I'd ever been to the Bourbon Trail. And I'm going to rewind back a little bit because I want to tell you how I came into bourbon because I have never been a bourbon guy. This story goes all the way back to the beginning of real my story. Now, not to like the beginning of when I was born, but beginning when I first started speaking to dads at the park. That is really where my story really started to change. And so the third dad that I said hello to at the park was a veteran. And he lived in our subdivision, never met him before in my life. And through our conversation, through our connections, and through sharing cell phone numbers, we were able to talk. And we talked on and off throughout the next coming months. And then one day, he invited me over to his house. Was that wife was out of town. And he was like, hey, want to come over and have a few drinks? And he's like, I'll share some bourbon. And I was like, well, I'm not a bourbon guy. But I'm not going to say no, because this was almost six years ago. So, I mean, one, it was an invitation out of the house. And two, it was a conversation with other guys. So, that just kind of felt good to do something different. But I was like, I'm not a bourbon guy, but I'm like, I'm going to let this explore a little bit and see what happens. And then so he had all the different kinds of bourbon. He had been to the bourbon trail. He knew all about it. He knew about all the processes. And man, did I know nothing about bourbon. Part of my life is people often say, Ben, how did you not know that? How did you not know this? And I'm like, I don't know how many times I got to tell you, but I kind of grew up under a rock. I did not grow up knowing a lot of the things with the music and TV and movies. Like I was just not there. We didn't have cable. I lived on a farm. I only had a few friends that came into my life to tell me how life was going on or what was really going different. And so that was really my world. I mean, a joke that I often talk about is I didn't have my first Chinese food till I was 18 in Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. But I digress. Back to the story. So he taught me all about bourbon. He taught me that bourbon is the, at the root whiskey. It comes from Kentucky, that a good bourbon has to come from Kentucky. I found out that so many more things were actually rooted in whiskey. I mean, this is 30 years old, and I'm just now learning about this. And even this is past the time in the Marine Corps where drinking is not something we shy away from, but we're always drinking beer, and we're not really worried about the craft of beer. At that point, you're just worried about drinking beer. So I'm just getting all this new knowledge on bourbon. Now, fast forward, I have still never really fully fell in love with bourbon. He opened my world up. He gave me a lot of different information about bourbon, kind of changed my opinion about it as well. Like it was this fine art. There's this whole nuance to it, but I didn't really know much about it still. Fast forward to about two weeks ago, went with my good friend, Dan Zaner, and we went camping on the bourbon trail. And so Part of that experience was, one, just getting into the experience of bourbon, tasting different bourbons, getting to see the process, understand the nuance at a deeper level of like what makes a good bourbon. Now, all of this to say, how does this relate to fatherhood? Here's how it relates to fatherhood. Because what I didn't know about bourbon is the amount of patience that goes into a bourbon. Now, you might know a few of the things, and I would say probably error that you probably know at any rate, more than I ever knew about bourbon. You might know that the barrels are where whiskey comes from, that they put the, the bourbon, the alcohol in the barrels to make the whiskey and the bourbon. You might know about the barrels from watching Jack Daniels commercials. All of that was pretty much my basic intro to bourbon prior to this trip to the bourbon trail. And when you go to a distillery, I don't think really anything can prepare you for going to a distillery because just one, seeing the sheer volume of what it takes in these rick houses. Like it's just a mind-boggling experience. And then you go in these rick houses and you just see 
in some of these rickhouses, some of the bigger distilleries, they're putting 15, 20,000 barrels of bourbon on these shelves in these massive, big, giant buildings. And then you realize, as they tell you, that these barrels sit there for five years. And that's an average age, from my knowledge, unlimited knowledge. I want to add that disclaimer on bourbon. Some of them are a little bit shorter. The really good ones are like an eight-year or a nine-year bourbon. I mean, think of what it takes to be a distillery, to create a recipe of bourbon, and have no idea what it's going to taste like for five to seven years. We actually visited one of the bourbon distilleries that's brand new. They've only been open in operation since 2017. They've just recently started to get a taste of what their bourbon tastes like. Now, they've been in and connected to the bourbon warehouses in the process for a long time, but now they're getting out there making their own bourbon. And just to be able to witness for five years, you got to be patient to know that what's in this barrel takes time and that every little nuance between the weather, the way that the sun hits the building, the temperature variations, all of these things affect the bourbon. Now, this isn't actually the first mind-boggling statistic because this is pretty already mind-boggling. But then you find out that the actual barrels have to sit outside at the barrel manufacturers for two to three years being exposed to the elements. And you drive by one of these and it's just massive piles of wood. It's kind of shaped a big cube and it's just out there in the weather for two to three years, just sitting there. And then it gets connected to the story of the whiskey and the bourbon and the alcohol to turn into the bourbon that you know. So now you're almost talking a 10 to 12 year process to produce just one glass jar a bourbon. And why is this important? Because patience, patience, and just understanding as fathers that what you're doing takes time. There is not a one conversation and you've solved this problem. That is the one dichotomy of work where you can sometimes have a conversation at work and sometimes mostly that problem is taken care of. But with kids, patience, repetitivity, repeating some of the same words until they sink in. Because the biggest thing you have to understand is the maturity of a kid to understand sometimes the words that you're saying is completely different. And that's what you always need to remember is when you're talking to your kids, understand that it takes patience. It takes repeating. It takes remaining calm through this and understanding that what you're doing is an 18-year process and you're not going to understand how the outcome is going to be affected in one conversation. And so it's going to take time. And so with that, remember, patience, just like a good bourbon, are two things that will help you predict whether you're creating something great on the other side. And I'll be back again for one more bourbon story with you tomorrow.